Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Are we dealing with the Trump stuff right off the top? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay. that's coming up in the news to start the, the hour there. So, Well, and take part in our Trump Twitter poll from yesterday. <laughs> you got a few more minutes. Go vote for your favorite president. I heard a guy. Where did I hear a guy doing? It was on. I'm on TikTok now. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I get sucked in. Yeah, yeah, it I'll is. sit there for an hour. I told you, because they know your algorithm. They figure out your brain and they show you what you want to see. It's disturbing. <laughs> they learn your brain. Yeah. I never knew. I like. I've been avoiding it forever. Yeah. And then I got into it in the summer. Your daughter made you. Yeah, my daughter made me get on it, and now I'm just like, yeah, no. There was a guy, and he owns a farm, and he literally he has like the the overalls, yeah, and a beard, <laughs> and he does Trump better than Trump does Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I and think I've seen that guy. There's yeah. clips of him all the time, and he's talking about his farm and about. But he does all the Trumpisms. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. This court case is fascinating to me. We got a Trump Twitter poll, like I said. Go put in a vote. It was on my Twitter, at Lachlan Cross, but also on the Cruise Twitter. The Locker Room News. Donald Trump took the witness stand yesterday in his $250 million civil business fraud trial. I hear it went well. While on the stand, Trump rambled and hurled insults as he complained about unfair treatment. Trump repeatedly clashed with the judge who threatened to cut his testimony short. Um, told him it's not a political rally, it's a courtroom. That's my favorite line. Yeah. Can you control your client? This is not a political rally. <laughs> Trump, uh, yes, yeah, so he was up there on the stand for three and a half hours. He did acknowledge that his company did not provide accurate estimates of the value of apartment towers, golf courses, and other assets. They say that uh, that earned him $100 million at a time when most lenders would not do business with him, and uh, they exaggerated his wealth by $2 billion. So, so. he admitted to the fraud, which yeah. he's done in he's interviews. Done few times in the press and everything where he goes, yeah, we said the wrong value to do this and somebody no deal. Was, I was watching something yesterday and they were talking about um, the fact that, that he would get up there and he would probably admit to it, unlike his sons who were trying to distance themselves from it. And they yeah. were saying, I don't look at this stuff. I... It's it's the accountant's responsibility. He makes it sound like he's the one do, ordering it. But like, they were they were saying his ego's too big for him not to yeah. admit that he didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. Right, right? he's like never he, going to say that people were doing stuff behind his back. And then and then one person s- said, "Yeah, but for some reason we live in a world where things do not stick to Trump, yeah. even when he openly admits that he committed a crime. For some reason." 
he gets away with it. I don't know if he's going to get... I still don't think he's going to jail. No, and this one wouldn't result in jail time. It's fines and then can't do business in New York State and stuff. And Well, yeah. they, but the way he's acting in court... Yeah, he could get put in jail for that. <laughs> Contempt of court. Contempt of court. <laughs> I, think it's, I think this judge, before this thing is done, might end up doing that. Yeah, it might happen. Anyway. <laughs> um, pretty fed we've up. We've got our Trump Twitter poll up. It's just about likability. It'll wrap up here. We put it up yesterday, so you got a couple of minutes to go vote on that if you care. Yeah. The Trump stuff is, is again, fascinating me because people just don't care that he's a criminal down there. He's going to be president. Half that population is willing to walk into a poll and vote for him for that dick. It's unbelievable. It it, it really is. It's amazing. Like, they're going to be talking about this in a thousand years from now if we don't blow up the planet. Yeah. Like, there's going to be class... There's going to be education revolving around this dick, right? Yeah. It's amazing. It, it really is. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. So is Rodney adjusting to the time change okay? <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be okay. He's up eating garbage last night. So. My, my wife... Um, is on a bunch of, I don't know, like chat groups and Facebook yeah. groups about labs. And she goes, I can't believe how many people are on there concerned about the time change in their pets. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I see people posting like, oh, my dog just, their, eating, their eating schedule is completely thrown off. And I'm like, he doesn't know. He, does. <laughs> I he s- does what I do. And I said to the wife, I said... I hope we, like, we're annoying pet owners. Yeah. Like, I've fully jumped into that. Yeah. Like, I've... I've Embraced I've, it. I've taken a look, like, I've taken a step outside of myself in my interactions with my beautiful wife about our dog. We talk about his poo way too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> is it solid? Yeah. What color is it? Like, there's way too many poo conversations. There's way too many conversations about how many times we've taken him for a walk today. Um, so, we're annoying pet owners. I get that. But I don't, there is a line, and, and I, I hope I don't ever cross that line where I start doing research on how to adapt my dog to the time change. <laughs> how to change, slowly change their schedule and their sleeping, and what time do you put them to bed? And <laughs> I hope we don't get there. <laughs> I don't know, I think it's coming. And now, another world famous locker room Twitter poll. Grant, what do we got? So this one was, who is the most likable? We wanted to take a different approach with the Trump family. In fourth place, with only 2% of the vote, Donald Jr. Hmm. Um, In uh, third place, with 5% of the vote, Eric Trump. Then we had Donald Sr. with only 17% of the vote. And with 74%... James Woods was voted the most likable out of that group. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I mean, that just speaks to how, like, everyone's done with the Trump family. Yeah. But if you remove the James Wood, that's exactly how I thought it would. Because I was curious about which one of the kids, like, because I find Don Jr., like, if Trump's on and he's doing his thing, he's kind of entertaining. He can be funny. Like, he can be... Yeah, he is entertaining. And um, 
recently with Don Jr. and Eric getting a lot more press, I'm like, oh my God, your children are awful. Well, and Eric has always seemed kind of like in his own world, like kind of dumb, whatever. But Don Jr. is always... He's been very arrogant and just he not likable at all. He is an awful not human being. Not likable at all. Somebody asked why we didn't include Ivanka into yeah. it, and I said, that's ah, not even fair. Yeah, she would have won. She would have won. Yeah. You can't throw Ivanka in there. I think, like, if you're if you're judging that family on a moral compass, the only one with even an ounce of morals would be Ivanka. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to get, like, she actually is smart She's enough to walk away from the company. Herself, yeah. yeah. I don't know what, what happened, but she was supposed to be, she was supposed to be involved in this court case or something, and she was fighting it. Well, she was saying she couldn't testify because she had to look. She had to get her kids to school or something, and and the judge was like, "I think you could afford a babysitter for one day." <laughs> so, are there plans to have her? Yeah, she was fighting the, it though behind the scenes, though, Grant. From what I remember, yeah, there are plans um, next week, I think. So, and somebody said that knew her, like they brought somebody on that worked with the family, like yeah, who's like the like the gardener. Or, driver or something for like a cup of coffee probably until they stopped paying him <laughs> um, and he was saying that out of that whole family the only one with e- even a shred of of decency and, and honesty is Ivanka mm. and he was like she's not going to go up there and not tell the truth so she's going to go out of her way and the family's going to go out of their way to Try keep her off the there. off the off the witness stand in this case because it'll bury them. Now, Scuba so. said she testifies tomorrow. So. Does she? Okay, yeah. so she's not it's not working. Yeah. Cuz I that made her get a babysitter. That'll be interesting because if that's true if she does get up there and actually is truthful it could make things worse for the old Trump family. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. I think this is another example of go woke, go broke. <laughs> it's going to impact the bird watching community, I'm telling you. It's coming in. <laughs> so this is, I laughed when I saw this. I was like, this is an onion thing. No, it's real. <laughs> after years long discussion, birds will no longer be named after people. A decision meant to disassociate the animals from problematic Eponyms? I don't know. Um, So basically, any bird that is named after a person will have their name changed. Just because they're worried about the past of the the names. There's a bunch of them that I guess were named after people that weren't great. Okay. Um, So there was about 70 to 80 in North America that will be getting their names changed. Is there any that we would Um, even know? Like, Do you have an example? um, There was... The Hammond's flycatcher okay. um, is a bird pretty popular here, I guess. Um, that was named, it's a l- like little bird, um, you'd probably recognize it. That was named after Dr. Hammond, who was a surgeon who was racist against black and indigenous people. Okay. Um, so there's that one. There's the Cooper's hawk, which I guess this Cooper guy was in the 1800s. He was a racist. He was a dick. Uh, he was a slave owner, yeah. Um, okay. A lot of them... Uh, Is there an Epstein Island owl? Not yet, no. A Cosby canary? <laughs> I a didn't Trump see that one. A Trump won't pay his bills penguin? <laughs> what about the Woody Allen woodpecker? No, that one... That one's okay? That one's okay. That we're gonna yeah. let that, we'll let that one fly. <laughs> Lousy teachers trying to palm off our kids on us. But Dad, by striking, they're trying to affect a change in management so that they can be happier and more productive. Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. 
You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. Maybe I should start watching The Simpsons. Watch the old ones on Disney. So the Simpsons are trending. Is this show in the news. still on? Yeah. Oh my I don't god. Know, I don't know anyone that still watches it. Like I watch it, but I watch up from seasons one to seasons ten or maybe eleven. That's it. They're now on season thirty-five. I haven't watched like any of the after season ten, eleven, because it's not the same show. I don't know what happened to the show, but they—I don't know anyone that still watches it. Okay, but it's still on. They're still making it, it. They're in season thirty-five. Is it bad? Uh, it's really bad. It's not good. Um, like the bits that I've seen, it's just it's not the same show as it as it used to be. They lost a lot of the writers and kind of changed the direction. Well, like back in the day, they had you know Conan O'Brien writing. Yeah. And, um, and can you write that show the way you originally wrote it? Yeah, like Bar- like Homer used to be this iconic character, and he's just not. So the big news is that he no longer strangles Bart. <laughs> that was kind of one of the longest running gags. Is that at some point in the episode, he was going to put his hands around Bart's neck and start strangling him. Strangle him? him? Yeah. That happened uh, in every episode? Pretty much, I think. <laughs> uh, I guess they haven't done it in a few years. No one really noticed. And then in the newest episode, he uh, makes a point of saying, I don't strangle him anymore. Times have changed. Yeah. So It's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like they had, they had to get a, rid of a poo, right? It's a cartoon. <laughs> I think we've... I heard somebody talking about it was that Shane Gillis. Yeah. He was talking about I was I'm I'm going back and I'm listening to the podcast. So I found one where where it was around the time that the SNL stuff was happening. Yeah. Because he was he was earmarked to get on the show. He was hired on the show. He was hired on the show. He was supposed to start and then um and then it got out some of his jokes, and he's he's got some awful jokes. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was people like canceled him quickly, and he was he was commenting about how he handled it. Right? Said it was pretty crazy what what happened. And uh, the first point I'll make is he said when you when you get something all the theater nerds want. Mm-hmm. He said they're going to get mad at you, <laughs> which is a really good point. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so he um, he went on to talk about his strategy, and he said, I didn't apologize. And he, he said, this is the, the reason why I didn't apologize. He said, because once you start, they're just going to come after you even harder. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of got a good point. And, he, and, and then he said, I really don't think anybody was offended by what I said. No, nobody was even because what he was doing, all he was doing, they were doing Asian accents. And, it was a joke, and I think they were like ranking the hotness of Asians or something. But like. didn't he do it in front of another? It was well, no. There was a, at the same time that he was was hired on SNL, they hired an Asian person as well, and that guy was like, I don't care, like yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's comedy, right? But anyway, he's better off anyways, not getting on SNL because he's doing so well for himself. I but. agree. I, I think I think it was probably a, a good for him. Sometimes yeah. some things work out. But I, the point I was going to make is I think sometimes when there's people that are upset, I always question whether or not they're upset. Mm-hmm. Well, what like, he, how upset are you? What Shane Gillis said was, "I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said." 
Um, my intention is never to hurt anyone. I was always a mad TV guy anyways. <laughs> so I have a question. Since Homer's not allowed to, you know, choke Bart, should I stop threatening you guys on the radio? Well, that, We've that, talked that, to has, you about that. that has come up. And that's just for different reasons. Like, we get it. Yeah. We understand when you threaten to stab us. We're just not sure the audience is always <laughs> on the same page. Yeah. Right? Welcome to the locker room. All kidding aside, you did something really cool on the weekend. So I signed up and went to a course at Nate, like a two-day weekend course, um, to do some butchering. So it's a wild game course is what I did, but we did it on a pig because, I mean, animal's an animal. It's all the yeah. same, right? They're okay. not going to get a bunch of elks in there. So there was eight of us in the class, and yeah, we spent two days butchering up a pig and then making um, learning how to break down and learn how to break break down so taking it all apart finding out where all the cuts are making pork chops and ribs made a few racks of ribs bacon um lots of sausage i got like 30 pounds of sausage from it good for you um it was really fun how much yeah. was it how much was the course it was like 700 bucks or something but you get to keep half a pig's worth of meat and you get that course skills, right? So yeah, yeah, not too bad. What a great idea! Um, it was yeah. I signed up a while ago, and then kind of put it on the back of my mind, and then all of a sudden, just like, oh, that's this weekend. Like, I'm doing that this weekend. So it was full day. Do you know Saturday. how often they do these this about, course? About once a month. Um, they do that all these much? different courses. Um, so they were saying like they have some that are just focused on making sausage or, okay um stuff like that so yeah it was at in the nate butcher shop because they do a butcher class there um a butcher course there what a and great idea I, i'm really happy i did it i've never been able to do stuff like that yeah you know? um it's a skill that i'm happy to have i'd like to practice it now gonna go shoot some stuff um are you but, gonna get into hunting yeah, well, I used to hunt uh, quite a bit. Yeah, um, so I might might get back into it, and then um, I did just when run I was stuff a- over with my car. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think that's, I don't know if that's the same thing. <laughs> I used to when I was a kid, and then when you when you um, when you bag your first deer. Right there's the yeah. attempt from, well, it was the stepfather, but you know, there's an attempt from them to sort of teach you how to how to do what you need to do with it. Yeah. Um. So, but I don't, I have no memory of it. Yeah. Like I, well, I wouldn't it be probably able to do wasn't it at all. right. Right. Like no. that's why there was some of the guys on the course were like big hunters, and I had the one guy Ralph across from me, and he's like, I shot a whatever last elk last week, and I tried to butcher it myself, and I just. Ruined it. Butchered it. Yeah. <laughs> Poorly. Yeah. Like, everything's ground beef, right? Everything's ground moose. Well. Ground elk. Um, so it's it's cool to learn all the different cuts and how to take the bones out and to split it apart. And yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Good for you. Yeah, I wouldn't even have thought of that. I got to start thinking of this stuff, do. though, with my whole prepper thing that I'm doing. That's exactly it. I mean, right? when the world, when the apocalypse starts, which <laughs> I think we're getting closer We're not closer. far away they, from it. Do they have a course on squirrel? squirrel? You can go teach sp- your raccoon course, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting in the River Valley with Jimmy. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. One of the things that every world leader 
is trying to do right now, or at least they say they're trying to do, they say it's a goal of theirs, it's something they want to accomplish, is to unite people, to bring all sides together, the left, the right, we want to bring everyone together as one. And say what you want about Trudeau, but he is the one leader in the world that has actually been able to do that now. He is so incompetent and so hated (laughs) that every single premier across Canada... Conservative, NDP, Green Party, Maverick Party, they have all actually united and started to work together against him. (laughs) Say what you want about Trudeau, but that takes some serious skill. You know, in order to unite people, he has spent years pretending to be really bad at his job. That's an amazing effort by him. You know, 2023 is nearly over, only a few months left. My 2023 bingo card is nearly full. But even I didn't have Danielle Smith and Manitoba Premier Wab Canoe standing side by side calling out Trudeau together on my bingo card. That's amazing. Well done. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. That's buy one tour, get one tour, but only on Tuesdays. Book for you and a friend at edmontongloryholetours.com. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. I watched the Sly Doc. Oh, yeah, the, on on Netflix. the Sylvester Stallone one. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. It's okay. It was a bit disjointed. I, I think this is me outside looking in. I think his attempt was to try to be very, very open. And he was at points, but it's hard to explain it. I'd be very interested to hear what you thought of it if you, if you get a chance to watch I'll, it, Grant. I'll watch that for it, sure. It's I, worth watching. Yeah. It really is. Um, you know what? I, I forgot about his... Remember his kid dying when he was 36? Yeah, I saw something about that this morning, actually, that it was kind of a rare... He made a rare statement about his, his son dying. And that's the son that was in the Rocky In the movies. Rocky 3. Yeah. Um, or no, hold on. Which is the one where they, he he befriended the, the street fighter? That's five. Was that five? Okay, his, yeah. his son was, that was the in Rocky Gun? Balboa? Uh, the, where it was the called Rocky he, Balboa? No, uh... Rocky Five is the Tommy Gunn one. Tommy. Yeah, that one Tommy was Gunn awful. Was, yeah, they were all street fighting or something yeah. like that. And his kid had the long dangling earring. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But he was in all of them, I think, up to that point. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That one's the one I remember him because the story was about not being a good dad, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, it, again, it's worth watching, especially if you're a, a Sly fan. Um, it made me want to go back and watch some of his old movies, but not not the the franchise stuff, not the Rambo's, which I've I've watched all those, yeah. and I've rewatched those, and I've watched the Rockies, and I've rewatched all the Rockies, but I want to go back, uh, and I'm going to watch like Cobra, Over the Top, Over the Top's awesome, Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger, Copland. I was just about to say Copland <laughs> has to be on that list. He was in that with De Niro. I've never yeah. seen it. I've never seen Copland. I, what do you think's his worst one? I think Over the Top's probably is. No, no. Oh, there's that one that he did with. It was a the, comedy. The, there oh, was, yeah, I guess if you include con- Oscar was really bad. The, the one he did with uh, Dolly Parton, Rhinestone. That's right. That. He did do a Judge Dredd. That one's awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna rewatch all the Alien movies after yesterday's Jimmy at the movies conversation. Yeah, do it. They hold so up. I started watching um, the first Alien last night, and uh, I'm sucked into that. Now. I was telling you, um, I because I watched the first two Alien and Aliens recently. That was me and Birdie watching those, showing her good movies. Um, and I looked it up, and you should actually be watching Alien versus Predator first. There's all the prequels you're supposed to watch first. I don't know if I'll watch those. No, no. I liked Prometheus and Alien Covenant. How many those. aliens were there? There was three, right? I thought there was like five. Okay, all right, maybe. Because there was Alien and then Aliens. Aliens is Alien with Bill Resurrection Paxton. was also in there. So there's Alien, Aliens, Alien Three. Then they did Alien Resurrection, Prometheus Covenant, and then they did the Alien versus Predator movies as well. Okay, I, I think I'll yeah. stop at the Alien versus Predator movies. Yeah, I don't know if I'll make it that far, but I'm <laughs> I'm into this now, so I'll probably end up doing a run with that. That was I Am Stereo by the Watchmen. And now, nerd news with James D. White the first. So what they're saying now is the, the new Marvel movie that's supposed to be coming out. Miss uh, the Marvels. Uh, they. Meet the Marvels. They're going to be a, a flop again. Like it, they're saying that. They already know that. It's. You've seen the trailer, right, Grant? For the Mar, I haven't even heard of the Marvels. So the, this is the one with the um, Brie Larson, Captain, is Captain Marvel. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And but, then but the she's thing got is, a couple of sidekicks. I saw the trailer. Actually, actually, can I just say this, and then you can continue? When I saw the trailer for this, I was like, "Oh my God, that looks horrendous!" They like the people involved in this have to be embarrassed. Like if that's the trailer. And so when I when I read this story, I was happy that it, it aligned with what I thought. I'll never watch this. I haven't watched any of them. I know nothing about any of it. But I watched the trailer, and I was so fascinated by how horrible it was that I was so glad when I saw this story that <laughs> I was like, okay. It's also the shortest movie they've ever made. I was reading. It's only 105 minutes or something like. This is the beginning of the end. Like this is the, this is the death knell for at least this franchise. I think they've got a. They, they're trying too hard. Um, the last uh, of these new newer movies. I'm kind of uh, with you on this. The newer movies. Last one I actually thoroughly enjoyed was. Was Love and Thunder, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, that but was the, it was just the big hammer, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. They, it was all about the hammer. They, they're a male strip group that goes around to Holiday Inn conference like, rooms. I, like <laughs> Shang Chi, I wasn't a fan. Um, Black Widow was oh, some. They're okay, mm. Why but this two? one here is. Um, you know they, what I think they got? They did I, like the Marvels. They did a Miss Marvel series on Disney Plus. It was horrible, and this is supposed to be a sequel to it. And I'm a nerd, and it's too much. I think they've just got to slow it down, right? Like, it, Grant makes this point all the time. It used to be there was a new Spider-Man or there was a new Superman, and you would be, like, excited by the potential 
of this movie coming up because we hadn't had one in six years. I used to get excited for a new Iron Man, a new whatever it was. They're still kind of doing it with Batman, right? Like, Batman will come out and then you'll have to wait three, four years. Yeah, because those ones are a little different because they can only do like three movies and then they have to stop it, let the franchise die a little bit, then reboot it with someone else, right? So, yeah. um, yeah. Like, the last good movie that that was top-notch was in 2019... Endgame, they, and that Wasn't was that Avengers. Like, that's where they killed them all, and they should have just left it at that. But now they're even talking about Robert Downey Jr. coming back no, it, as Iron Man. No, they brought them all back in Endgame. They killed them all in the Infinity War. Oh, but, sorry. Yeah, Grant, get it together. Sorry, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's a sign that it's they're stretching now too. They're going to pay like a billion dollars to Robert Downey Jr. to put the Iron Man suit on again. Well, and I, I think that's part of it too. Right with 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 how thin they've gotten on it, mm-hmm. they've had to actually take in a bunch of talent that might not necessarily be, you know, great, yeah. right? Because they're putting out so much, everybody and their dog has to be in a in a in a superhero movie mm-hmm. or a Marvel movie or whatever all this but, stuff. is. But they're doing all this multiverse stuff in so that they can bring people back, like uh, they can go back in time or different dimensions or different. Uh, What's the whatever you know? Where different colored a, crystal up your bum. Yeah, all right. Like, that's enough. That's of enough this. of that. Yeah, let's move on. Superhero movies are dead. Room only on Chris. So yesterday we had Jason Bale on. Jason is a bit of a political nerd, right? Oh yeah, and he used to work in city hall for, yeah. for counselors, and, and he's that kind of guy that that knows where all the information is because mm-hmm. we have freedom of information. He can go dig it. So he digs up all this stuff and then put stuff out there and questions things that the city council is doing. And, and I thought it'd be a good idea to, and I'll be honest. I thought of this when I saw the announcement that they're increasing our property taxes in Edmonton by 7%. I was like, you have got to be kidding. Like how much more tone deaf can you get as, as politicians about where we're at if you think that that is going to, if people are going to chew on that, mm-hmm. like, man, we are, there's so many people in our pockets right now. It's just, it's crazy. Um, I mean, everyone is just check to check. People are losing businesses. People are losing jobs. People are losing homes. They're like, and you continue to justify things like bike lane. Like, and, and I know it's, this is an easy one to sort of hang your hat on because it's absolutely asinine what their plan is and so this is what i know based on my conversations with jay and i'll be honest i'm not the guy going through whatever you need to go through at city hall budgets and all that other crap to to find out what this information is but it's out there if you google this you can find articles about this okay so it's grab your ankles tuesday i'll make this quick Quick. Here's what I've heard. <laughs> the budget for the bike lanes is going to be for the next two terms, so the next eight years. And this is a plan they want to put in place before 2030, okay? Um, the goal is to add 600 kilometers of bike lanes before that time. The plan is to spend $300 million on this. So their math is screwed already. Right out of the gates, it's a mess because we have 130 kilometers 
of bike lanes. That project finished up roughly around 2015. If you go back and do the math, the cost to the taxpayers was $1 million per kilometer. Okay, so do the math. If they want to add 600 kilometers, let's take inflation out of the conversation and just match what they ha- what happened in 2015. You're you're looking at 600 million. So they're they're 300 million off of what they said they can they, they want to spend. And you know they'll just they'll just spend it because that's what this city council does. They've got a boner for bike lanes. I don't know what it is. They think that the entire city needs to be bike lanes. So, and do me a favor. Avoid any conversation with anybody that's pro bike lane. It you'll want to walk into traffic. <laughs> it will drive you insane. The annual maintenance of what we're dealing with right now, 130 kilometers is 75,000k per year. Per kilometer, they have a budget of nine million dollars a year just for maintenance of bike lanes. Let's not even just to just to keep Lachlan sane and and have his head not pop off completely. Let's not do the math on adding six hundred kilometers of bike lanes to the city and the maintenance bill that will bring. So this is the note that I got from the unnamed city councilor last night. You okay before you do this? <sighs> And this is a quick one. (laughs) Hi, Lachlan. I hope you are doing well. I had a chance to watch the clip today about the bike lane numbers, and they were incorrect. Almost every number and timeline that was suggested in the clip was off. He said way off. Sorry, way off. If you're interested in the accurate information, please let me know, and I can put everything together for you and email it over. Thanks for your time, and have a great night. I was drunk when I got that, so Weird. I assumed that this person was asking to be on the show. Must have been after 2 p.m. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My response, and actually I'm pretty proud of myself because based on how drunk I was, it's actually quite clear. <laughs> I'll have you on. He wasn't asking to be on. No. <laughs> but you need to promise to be honest with me. What you and this city council are doing to the people of this city is awful. Your complete lack of foresight is extremely troublesome. People are in serious trouble right now, and you're doing nothing to make their lives easier. I'm wildly concerned about it to the point where I plan on highlighting it on my show weekly. People need to know what this city council is up to so we can get people in to replace you all. I'm not even joking. I'm that concerned. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, he's not coming on the show. And the, I didn't say it was a he. Now, here's the and thing. Jimmy. Here's Sorry. the thing about Sexist. this information is I'm sure that what we have might not line up with what they have in front of them. No. But the thing is, they still plan on raising our taxes by 7%, and they still plan on continuing with the bike lane project. That's a good point. Maybe all the 50-year-olds buying scooters has put a strong demand on these bike lanes. Is that Lazotte? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Lazotte. <laughs> anyway, I'll keep you posted on this. On what are we calling Wednesdays now? I don't know. I don't know. Can we say it on air? <laughs> Something about lube. <laughs> Where's the lube Wednesdays? You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. That man right there, Study King, Grant Johnson. So everyone's worst fears have been confirmed. 
frequent use of mobile phones by young men was linked to a lower sperm count. So using your phone a lot will lower your sperm count is what they are saying. Okay. Um, Is it because I'm carrying it around in my front pocket? I don't know if... um, Is it also shrinking our taints? (laughs) No, that's the microplastics. Um, They said... And Teflon. Teflon is shrinking our... The microplastics are shrinking our taints. And now phones are killing our men. It's something to do with the 5G. Um, So, (laughs) serious. So they said early in the study... From 2005 to 2007. All right, Tucker. This was more pronounced. <laughs> this is real. This is the study. So early in the study, this was happening more. Uh, throughout time, as they've continued to do this study, um, they found that um, it could it's actually be. getting better because of 5G. So they said there's there's with 5G, as we move up, there is reduced transmitting power from your phone. Okay. So our sperm counts are bouncing back up again. But the number was uh, men who used their phones um, 20 times a day had an average sperm concentration lower than men who used their phones less than once a week. I mean, who's using their phone less than once a week, though? There's a couple of, like... Odd people out there. Yeah, there's a few uh, whales out there. Good for you. Like I'm I'm calling you odd, but if you found a way to negotiate life without a phone, Mm -hmm. good job. I am. I'm all about that. Yeah, you need to. You need a medal. In the last 50 years, sperm count has fallen by more than 50 percent globally. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's a lot less of. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't need the sound effects. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.